Welcome to Breakthrough Cocktail. We're mixing up happiness, good life skills, and adding a dash of improv to help you live an awesome life. Please give it up for your breakthrough mixologist, Gary Ware. Welcome to another episode of Breakthrough Cocktail. I am your host, Gary Ware. Welcome to episode 26. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about failing and how I want you to fail even more than you're probably already failing. Before we get started, I would like to take a moment to give a shout out to a Breakthrough Cocktail listener. This one goes out to Seth R28. He just recently left a rating on rating and review on iTunes, and specifically Seth said, "I really enjoy how genuine he is. He's also very blunt and honest." I really enjoy listening to Gary. Great show, man. Smiley face. Well, thank you, Seth, for leaving the awesome rating and review. And to everyone else listening, I highly encourage you to leave a rating and review on iTunes and Stitcher. And to get there, you can go to BreakthroughCocktail.com slash iTunes or slash Stitcher. By leaving a rating and review, it gives me feedback on what you like or dislike about the show. And also, it allows the show to get broadcast to more people. The way that iTunes and Stitcher works, based on who gets uh, ratings and reviews, those are the ones that are going to rank when people are looking for a podcast. And I want to get these awesome stories and these awesome interviews out to as many people in the world. And it will mean the world to me if you can leave me a rating and review. And also, if you have a question for me, Go to the website, go to our contact page, and leave a question in the contact form. I'll be reviewing those often, and I will address a few of those here in the show. So getting started, I want to talk about failing. And I don't think that we are failing enough. And more specifically, if you just feel like you are not progressing, as much in your current career, or maybe you're looking for a job and you just don't feel like you're making the progress that you think you are, I bet you it's because you're not failing enough. And in other words, I feel like you're being complacent and being safe. Far too often, we, for whatever reason, feel like we need to be perfect. Society, our job, our friends, they put a lot of pressure on us to not make mistakes. And when that pressure is put down on us, it it makes us second guess our decision. It makes us not take risks. It makes us be safe. And when you're safe, you're not failing. And when you're not failing, you're not learning. And when you're not learning, you're not getting better. And when you're not getting better, you're not going to make the progress that I know that you're capable of. And when I say failing, I'm not just saying giving up because anybody can give up. And anybody can just throw in the towel But I want you to really push yourself and push yourself out of your comfort zone and maybe even try some things that you wouldn't normally do. And that might mean that you're going to fall on your face. But I feel the people that do these things are going to make more progress than anyone else. And quite honestly, they're going to feel more satisfied because they're going to be challenging themselves. 
thinking about the aspect of failing, it, it just brings me back to my days of doing improv. In improv, when we do improv comedy, we go out on the stage and we get one suggestion and we we do a 20 minute set is a one act play you're never going to see that ever again and sometimes we are just well all the times we're winging it because you know we don't know what the suggestion is in advance and we get that suggestion and we go out and we try things and not always do we get the results that we're looking for? Not every show is going to be a crack up, is going to be a hit. And in fact, more often times than not, we have shows that fall flat. And you know what? It is what it is. And I feel like you learn more from your failures than you do from your success. Because when you're always getting that feedback, oh, great job, good job, you're doing fine, you're going to get complacent. So I really want you to fail more. And getting into that, I'm going to talk about just a few specifics and some things that you can do to try to fail more. Now, the first thing, I want you to go all the way back to when you were a kid. When you were a kid, you weren't afraid of failing. You didn't have any stigma in your head. And as a kid, we failed all the time and we made a lot of progress. And I feel progress comes from taking action. And I remember growing up uh, learning how to ride a bike. And, you know, at the age of, I actually believe I learned how to ride a bike a little bit later than most kids. I think I was about six six or almost seven when I finally learned how to ride a bike. And back then, there were no e-books. There were no courses on how to ride a bike. And the only way that I was actually going to learn was to get up and try. And of course, I'm scared. You know, there you're on this contraption, just two wheels, and you need to keep it going and not fall over. Well... I got wind that my cousin was coming to visit and he knew how to ride a bike. And my parents just knew how to get me to take action because when my dad would try to take me to learn how to ride a bike, he would just push me and just let me go. And that just for some reason didn't work. And I would just always fall. And I don't know that maybe it was just too much pressure. It just didn't work. But just the fact that my cousin was going to come and he potentially was going to ride my bike. I think that was the motivation I needed to get me on my game and teach myself how to ride a bike. And I just got up there and I tried it. And I went for a little bit and I fell. And I fell and I fell. And then after a bit, I started realizing what I was doing. I was counterbalancing. And before long, I was riding a bike. Now, I wouldn't have learned how to ride a bike had I not fallen and taken those, you know, those bruises. And the same goes for anything that you're trying to do in your life. You need to put yourself out there and not judge yourself or think, feel bad that other people are going to judge you. Because if you get in your head and if that's what you're thinking, 
you're you're just going to second guess yourself and you're not really going to put yourself out there. And another thing is I feel too often we rely too much on in, um, instruction and learning. In fact, there are ebooks and courses and information products and webinars and stuff on everything. And in fact, I have some of my own. But I feel that we use these things as a crutch and we feel like we need to keep learning, but we don't take action. As I mentioned, progress comes from action. And in our brains, um, unfortunately, there's two parts of your brain. There's the thinking part of your brain and the doing part of your brain. And when you're thinking about doing something, you get the satisfaction because you're thinking it out. But, and sometimes that's just all the satisfaction you need and you never end up doing something. But the fact of doing something uh, terrifies you to the point that you're petrified. And you just need to sometimes just turn that off and just get out there and try to fail. I, you know, don't just fail, but try to push yourself and try to fail and see what happens. One of the people that I have as a one-on-one student, uh, this person, I I help on... uh, career progression on on moving up the ladder and this person is in sales and in the beginning this student was very cautious and about really pitching uh, their clients and was getting down on themselves because they didn't think they were progressing fast enough and we were doing a few mock um, sales call I was having them pitch me and I Notice that they were being very safe. They were following the script. And I, you know, just called them out and I said, Hey, it just, I can tell in your voice that you're one, not confident in yourself. And two, you just feel like you need to follow the script. And yes, a script is important and it helps us, gives us a foundation. But there's something about just being in the moment. And really pushing yourself and and trying things that you haven't done before and seeing what sticks because we're all different people. And another reason why I feel like we're really scared to push ourselves and try different things is because we're scared of react uh, rejection or we're scared of what other people are going to think. And from reading the book Choose Yourself by James Altucher. And I'll include a link to the book in the show notes. I I mentioned James a number of times. He is completely awesome and I'm a big fan of his work. But he mentions, and I truly believe this, there are a percentage of people that are going to like anything and everything that you do. Your mom is probably one of them, uh, family um, but and other people that you meet, it's just going to jive and they're going to like everything that you do. And then there's going to be a percentage of people that are probably going to be on the fence. It's going to take a little bit more persuasion to get them to either agree what you have to say, but they're, they'll give you a chance. And then there's going to be a percentage of people that no matter what you do, they're just not going to like you. And I know this firsthand again, working in the agency business and and working very closely with different personalities, there's just some people that just, I don't know, it just doesn't mesh well. And 
no matter what you say, they're just not going to like it. And in fact, I'm a guy of testing and I test everything. And I even did this once. There was just a client that I had at a previous job. Anything that I said, it was just, for some reason, we just didn't mesh well. And I even went as far as to document what I said. And then I had a coworker that they did get along very well. And I had them, I said, hey, can you provide this recommendation? Uh, me and the client, just for some reason, the chemistry is just not there. I'm curious to see what they think when you provide it. And sure enough, nothing, there was nothing different. Maybe the delivery was different, uh, but it just, same recommendation approved. So knowing that, if you go in knowing that people, there are going to be a percentage of people just not going to jive with you. It is what it is. That just gives you, hopefully will give you some more confidence to just go out there and do it. Because if they're not going to like it, they're, they probably weren't going to like it no matter what you did. So just go ahead and put yourself out there. And another personal story about getting over the fear of rejection. And this goes back to when I was in middle school. And this, uh, being that it's been such a long time, it, who cares at this point? But I remember the first person that I wanted to ask out. And it was in middle school, and this was before MySpace and internet and stuff like that. And I don't even, to be honest, I don't even know how I got her phone number, but I had a crush on this one, this one girl, and I wanted to ask her out, ask her to be my girlfriend and, and go to the stance. And I was so scared. I, but I said, you know what, I'm gonna do it. And just thinking about it, it's just, it's so goofy, but I called and someone picked up the phone and I can tell it was her and I was just scared. I was, I literally just froze and couldn't say anything. So I hung up. I kid you not, I think I went through this another 10, no, that's probably an exaggeration, maybe five times. And this was again, before caller ID, before star 69. So just some strange person is calling and hanging up. And finally, I got I got the guts, and she answered again, and I said, "Hey, it's Gary," and engaged in some small chat. And I was so nervous, and I was probably my voice was probably cracking. I'm going through puberty to begin with, and I finally asked her out, and she said, "Oh, well, thank you. Um, can I think about it, and I'll let you know tomorrow?" And I was like, "All right, cool." Hung up the phone. I was. You know, doing the little happy dance. I was happy that I did it and finally got this out of the way. It was, again, the first time asking a girl out. And this was, you know, after, you know, slipping notes and saying, would you go out with me? Circle yes or no. And so sure enough, the next day, I'm nervous. And I didn't really see her all day. And then finally, she comes up to me. Um, and asked to talk with me. So I'm like, all right, this is it. And I'm like sweating bullets and I'm so nervous. And then she told me that she was not into me like that. Um, so, you know what, whatever. That's the first, you know, first sort of setback. Of course, I'm, I would be lying if I said I wasn't crushed and I would be lying if I, you know, probably to protect my pride said, well, forget her anyway. Um, but nonetheless, Rejection, you know, it happens to the best of us. And my point is, 
sometimes it's it doesn't necessarily get easier, but you learn to deal with it faster. You know, when your pride is bruised, of course, you go through the chain of events. Um, but I feel by doing things and doing things over and over and getting used to just getting that fear of rejection out of the way, it will help you in other areas of your life. And in fact, one of the one of the reasons why we're scared about this and we talk ourselves up and in our head it's probably bigger. We think it's bigger than it actually is. And Sarah Shire in episode nine on the podcast, when she was talking about compassion, she talks about how our brains have not caught up have not evolved as fast as technology and everything. And the reason why your brain does that and you have that fear is because back in the day, we had to protect ourselves from saber-toothed tigers and stuff like that. So if you weren't scared of what was going to happen, you would probably end up getting eaten. Well, the things that we have to be scared about are uh, minuscule in comparison to back then. Uh, but yet, in our head, we have a way of just making it bigger than it is. So a, a technique is to ask yourself, well, what is the worst that can happen? And and really say it out loud and just really think about the odds. Um, you know, in that situation of asking her out, all right, what's the worst that can happen? She can say no. She can laugh at me. She can make fun of me or whatever it is. But all right, I'm, it's not like she's going to punch me in the face or anything. Um, but something about saying it out loud diffuses the situation. And another thing is by going through this and ex- trying to experience failure and rejection, it actually helps us get better. And in one of, um, one of the Breakthrough Cocktail workshops that I did over the last year, I challenged the students, and I actually got this from AppSumo and uh, Noah Caden. Um, it is the Stranger Challenge, and I'll also include a link to this in the show notes. But I challenged them to go up to people and try to get complete strangers to take photos with them. And I didn't want them to go up to people that they think would say yes. I want the challenge them to actually get someone to reject you so that you can get through that and experience that and and grow from that. And the people that took the challenge, they at first thought it would be very easy and then when they actually had to go up and ask someone, they, you know, got cold feet, but after they started doing it a bit, they found it that it wasn't as hard as they thought and it actually helped them in other areas of their life. So, if you are going through a time when you want to sort of build up your sort of immunity to to rejection, I highly recommend taking the stranger challenge. Uh, again, I'll include the link in the show notes. So that's that's my little talk on failing. As I mentioned, I don't want you to just fail, but I want you to really push yourself. I feel we're getting too complacent. We're relying too much on educational materials and yes, we need them, but more importantly, we need to take action. And at the end of the day, what is the worst that can happen? And one last thing that I'm going to leave you with, and this is from 
the happiness advantage. I'm not sure if it was the happiness advantage or before happiness by Sean Acor. But Sean was talking about as it pertains to failure and and how to uh, properly fail. He says to fail up. And all the time, uh, it, whether we're trying to go through a new venture or try something, we typically have a plan B. And that is our safety net. And if you have a plan B, most oftentimes we end up gravitating towards that plan B. Hence why when you hear the stories about the person that was laid off and they had no other choice and they had to make this career transition work, they did it because they had no plan B. And when we do improv, we don't have a plan B. We're without a net. We're just going out there. It's sink or swim. And Sean says as a way to to not get complacent and to help yourself is to fail up and to think about if you're in situations where you feel like you're going to fail, well, what are the other things that you can do to help prevent yourself from failing? Um, For example, say you have a presentation and it's in front of a whole bunch of people. You're extremely, you're going to be extremely nervous. It's maybe a topic that you're not uh, well versed on. Well, for oftentimes than not, we procrastinate and we do things because we're scared and we put it off. Well, failing up means, well, what are the things that I can do to help me get closer to that? And, you know, that might mean either getting more education on a topic or just putting yourself so that no matter what happens, you are going to have a better chance of success. So I'll leave you with that. And that is my episode on failing. I love to hear what you think. Uh, please go to BTC or break, breakthroughcocktail.com slash BTC26. That's the quick link to this episode where you can leave a comment. And as I mentioned, leave a rating and review. Love to hear what you think. And until next time, folks. Stay awesome. You've been listening to Breakthrough Cocktail. If you liked what you heard, be sure to visit www.breakthroughcocktail.com forward slash newsletter to sign up for the insider newsletter. As a subscriber, you'll get instant access to exclusive content and frequent doses of happiness. See you there. Until then, stay awesome.